immense shake down. Hello, hello, I'm your host, Eve 6000. And I'm the other one, the ugly one. And welcome to the, the Shady, Shady Edit. edit. I am so happy to be with you guys today. Uh, we are going to be reviewing season 13, episode six of RuPaul's Drag Race. And we have a very, very special guest today from season one of Canada's Drag Race. <laughs> and also currently reigning as Miss Black Continental at large. Everybody give it up for Miss Anastasia Anakwe. Woo, party. It's Stasi under my pageant girl in the his house. Yes. Uh, I'm so happy that you're able to join us today. I've been waiting to get a chance to chat with you on the podcast because you're so outspoken and you always have great opinions on everything. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, girl. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm ready to be shady. Well, well you're, <laughs> you're on the right podcast. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely in the right place to do so. So we start off the episode and the girls are coming back from the elimination as they always do. Yep. And uh, who said, I'm a gay ass bitch. I'm who? Eliminated. (laughs) Oh, she said eliminated. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that. Um, No, I find it so interesting because they go right into discussing what happened in Untucked and kind of get right Right. back into fighting. But Mm -hmm. imagine if you didn't watch Untucked. Like, I feel like not as many people watch Untucked as people think. Well, you know what they say. If you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half half the story. Sorry, baby. You only get in half. Exactly. Yeah, I just think it's, it's... It's still interesting that they've split that over two shows. I guess because they already have like everything in place for the second show. But I like there's a lot of times where I wish Drag Race was just an hour and a half episode so they could just pick and pick and choose what they want. Right. So they could put like the like if there's not a lot that happens in Untuck that week, they can put more of the like uh, them getting ready and more of that kind of time in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it'd be cool to balance it more. And when there's a big fight, plan for it and like pace the episode to work with it. But that way everyone sees everything, you know? That's what I like about Canada and UK because they bake the untucked into the episode. But on the same note, that's what I hate about Canada and um, the UK. (laughs) We don't get, because, okay, let's say the design challenge. At the end of the episode, people were asking, did you guys really make those stuff? Or did you guys bring those with you? Because people didn't get to see mm-hmm. us making these things because the the content had to be shorter for the episode because they had to squeeze two seconds of untucking the episode. So yeah. I kind of like the fact that they're separate. So you get to see more of the episode. You get to see more of the, the, the content. And then you get to see untucked. Well, yeah, too, we have to look at the fact that, like, uh, a Canada's Drag Race episode, I think, is, like, 40-some minutes, right? And an American Drag Race episode is an hour. Like, it's a full 60 minutes of television. So it's, like, also, it's interesting how they've, like, spread it out. How they yeah. how they spread it out on Canada's Drag Race in UK, but they give you uh, American Drag Race an extra 15 minutes and still Canada's get an extra episode. Was- I think Kennedy not- Drag Race was also 60 minutes, though. But it didn't feel like well, it because we were watching it online. Yeah. Oh, I... <clears throat> yeah. 
But yeah, uh, so Olivia asks about Untucked and Candy says that she was defensive because she thought that she and Tamisha were cool. But then Tamisha came in the room basically saying, I don't like you. And uh, Utica says that Candy can dish it out, but she can't really take it. And she gets defensive. Amen. And then Candy says, you know, um, Tamisha came in and was nasty and she got what she deserved back. And then they dispute exactly what Tamisha had said, but it was somewhere in between what they both were saying. It was just the verbiage and the placement of the words that were mixed up. And, and, and Olivia, the tone, well, the, I yeah. think the tone was a right. tale. Yeah. And Olivia asks, um, where did that come from? And Tamisha says she feels like the girls who won their lip syncs are acting superior to the other girls. Fine. And then Candy says, well, two of y'all have already gone home, which kind of proved Tamisha's point. And then Candy says they don't need to be sisters or talk and they can just, you know, be in the competition together and not talk to each other, which is, you know, mm-hmm. kind of what the, the conclusion you would have to come to if you're not going to get over the argument, right? And then right. she says that Candy's cockiness is going to bite her in her ass. So, you know, a little foreshadowing for the episode. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a new day in the workroom and Elliot asks if they can put everything behind them and move on. Um, wishful thinking. <laughs> well, she says that yeah. before calling it Bad Girls Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, uh... <laughs> yeah. RuPaul comes in and does a Charles Nelson Riley bit to a bunch of people who have no idea who that is. <laughs> and their mini challenge is to create wallpaper dresses in pairs. And the uh-huh. pairings will be for both the mini challenge and the maxi challenge. I like that they made them like do the same pairs for all of it. I, I like that too. Yeah, I think it was kind of interesting. Yeah, because it throws them off because they don't know what the maxi challenge is, so they don't know what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, because it could have been something like what they did on Drag Race UK, where it's oh now you're against each other. Precisely, kind of thing, you know? we were friends. Mm-hmm. Now we enemies, bitch. Yeah. yeah. So because Gottmik won last week, she gets to wait and join the pair that she wants, and, and of course, Elliot, Tamisha. <clears throat> of course, we already know who she's going to join. Like of duh. course, yeah. Elliot and Tamisha end up pairing up because they both don't really have any other close allies wow. in the competition. <laughs> Tamisha went for Utica, but Utica said, oh, Olivia looked at me Olivia first. Olivia had her. <laughs> right. Like, no bitch. No bitch. You tried it. So Tamisha says, so they're they're going to the mini challenge. You know, it's just a bunch of stupid crap. I'm not going to really talk about the whole thing. But, it was funny. Um, it was funny. It, it was funny. It was funny. Uh, but Tamisha has, Tamisha's uh, narrating uh, what Elliot is wearing. And she said, Carol Basket got your tongue. <laughs> she keeps saying Carol Basket, which right. is hilarious. <laughs> and uh, she said, this is the same dress Carol Basket wore when she kidnapped her husband, allegedly. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't like feeling, feeling what they were doing as a thing, but apparently it was it was the funniest. <laughs> right, and they won a $2,500 gift card for customized home decor at Spoonflower.com. I personally didn't feel that their look was the best, but maybe it was also the narration was the funniest to read. But really, I also know? didn't think their narration was the funniest because it was like obvious that Tamisha was trying to make the Tiger King joke, but was also landing flat. She was like... Carol yeah. Baskin, because she didn't kidnap her husband. She just killed him. He was already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, the dress you wear that she wears in Joe Exotic's bed. And I'm like, they hate each other. Like, this, <laughs> your references are right. wrong, Diva. <laughs> so, yeah. e, if you said you didn't think their look was particularly the best, whose look were you um, going to on? 
I thought Mick's look was the nicest. Agreed, yeah. <clears throat> oh, the raw fish. Yeah, I, yeah, think they did I a thought good that job. one was the best. They did a good job of taking the fabric <clears throat> and then like making a base thing, but then using like little pieces of it to like add things into it, right? Right, yeah. because Mick was the one that had the earrings, the bracelet, the dress, the bag. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And the macrame tapestry that I don't know where they got it from. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I thought theirs was the best, but um, Elliot and Tamisha won. So Rue introduces the, in the Maxi Challenge, uh, which is a dancing disco documentary. This is so, so Tina, fun. Yeah, and they all get assigned a category, which is kind of like an era of the disco movement. Right. Yeah. Tina, Candy, and Mick get Birth of Disco. Elliot and Tamisha get Disco and Sex. Olivia and Utica get Studio 54, Denali and Rosé, Disco Fashion, and Lala Ree and Simone, Disco Sucks, which I was confused by at first. Me too. But then when I saw it, I realized what she meant. Right. And <laughs> Denali is super excited. She thinks she can win the challenge. And she talks about how she worked on cruise ships and she would ice skate on the cruise ships. And RuPaul is gagged by that. Denali really, really, really wants to win a challenge, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew this, but she really wants to win the challenge. She wants she to win anything. She's like, can I get a free sandwich at lunch? Like, <laughs> she'll take what she can like, get. Like, let me, me, let me have me, baby. Yes. Oh, I also don't get it. We see her like getting ready here and we see her in this cute little pink shag wig that looks so nice. And then she wears a really not cute wig that she already wore on the main stage to do the... Oh, for the challenge? Yeah. Oh my god, I hate that wig so much. It was disgusting. But we'll talk but about that. But she's literally wearing like other hair. Yeah. Are you there? What happened? Seventies disco, and then she had like, I think it's. Uh, oh, you cut out for like twenty seconds. I didn't hear anything. Oh, you said. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, like uh, Carla, are you there? <laughs> She's talking to Rue here. She's wearing like a straight, flat, blonde center part hair, and it looks like super disco and super cute. And I'm like, girl, what's why? What's really happening? What's really happening? What? Why is this bad wig making another appearance? It's the only one that you can get to stick to your head. Like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, maybe that is what it. Maybe it's just the most comfortable to wear when she's dancing, right? Yeah, but. It was not cute. Anyways. <laughs> RuPaul is basically planting seeds in Rosé to make her more frustrated about not winning a challenge. She's asking her, you know, what do you think you need to do to take it over the edge and win the challenge next time instead of just being in the top? Right. And then when he talks with Lala Ree and Simone, he's basically ranting about how great disco is. And it was probably an hour, but... <laughs> yeah, I, Lala Ree and Simone are just like eagerly nodding and being like, yeah... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what you said. Uh-huh, that part. Yeah. You know when your grandma's telling you a story and you just, you don't want to offend uh-huh. her, so you just, you know, you nod along and smile. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Acknowledging. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. RuPaul's like a huge disco fanatic. So for yes. this challenge, I feel like I would definitely also feel that pressure. Like being in that room mm-hmm. being like, this is like her thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to be careful. Yeah. yeah I love disco too like if I were in this challenge like this would be so much fun for me because I'm not a dancer but if I got one of the easier dance routines I think I would have done well enough because I can I my favorite kind of drag is like when I'm in like a disco look if I can do like a middle part hair that's like really wide at the bottom and really long like I love hair like that and like just like a beautiful like glittering cat suit or something you know I just love shit like that like I love disco and 
uh, Candy mentions that her favorite disco moment is the Pussycat Dolls song, Hush Hush, which that song <laughs> is a serve. That song no, is a legit serve. No, she doesn't say that's serve. her favorite disco moment. She says that's the only one she knows about. <laughs> okay, but that's, 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 you know, Candy, Candy obviously is, you know, being funny. And like people, people really got offended by this, which is so funny. Like people are posting on Facebook and Twitter and stuff being like, oh my God, Candy doesn't know about disco. It's like Candy's been performing disco songs for years. Like if you knew anything about her, obviously she knows what disco is and she knows disco artists. She's just being funny for television. Hello, you're watching a television you know show. On the same token though, it was interesting to see how um, even Tina, when asked about disco, she started blurting out bullshit. Um, yeah. So it was interesting to see how many of these girls knew absolutely nothing about disco. Now that's, um, it's because, of course, look at their age. Even though right. we like to say drag is expressive and drag, we do our research. These are babies. Mm-hmm. Like, even even someone like me, I'm 39 now, and there isn't too much that I even fucking know about disco. I'll be honest, you know? Right. So, um, it was, but it was really funny to see Tina, a girl that should know some bullshit about some disco, not knowing what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Tina kept trying to uh, name her three favorite disco songs, but she didn't know which <laughs> artist did the songs. And Gottmik, yet again, finds a hilarious way to not answer the question, which was great. Uh-huh. Rue asks her if she has three favorite disco songs. She's like, oh, they're probably somewhere in there. But, uh... Somewhere in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rue asks, what's the difference between Diana Ross and Donna Summer? I thought she was like setting up some kind of joke. Like, how is your head? You know, like I thought there was going to be some kind of right. joke payoff. Yeah. And I think that's what Candy thought too. Because she was just kind of like, what do you mean? Like, just <laughs> kind of blank? Like... Like, like they're, it's, they're two different people like what do you mean what's the difference between them right yeah but I also was like why are you stumbling on this <laughs> like just <laughs> just just say well they're different people <laughs> period. period be like they two different hoes one of them dead one of them not like <laughs> yeah well she said that in her confessional yeah. but candy says she wants to be on the top to redeem herself because in the last group challenge she fucked up and candy is a really really great performer like if you know candy like candy like really goes off yeah. so obviously mm-hmm. she doesn't want to make herself look like she's not on television you know yeah 100 percent so the queens head to the main stage to learn their choreo and Candy, Tina, and Mick are rehearsing. Mick isn't doing quite as well as Candy and Tina, which is expected, I think. Right. And Elliot, Tamisha have to use hula hoops. I don't like this. Like, I don't understand why they were given this task. And also, obviously for Tamisha, that's more difficult because like she doesn't have the mobility that she would right. normally have. And she reveals that she has an ostomy bag on her stomach, which limits her mobility. Right. Uh, she ends up pulling through the rehearsal and, and it seems like she's doing pretty well at the end of the rehearsal. But, you know, I feel like that's that's a lot of an added challenge. Like swinging a hula hoop like that is like not easy. So it's weird that they gave that to them just randomly, you know? Yeah, I think though, if you look at it though, like their choreography was a little less like intensity with their movements and more like the hula hoop was kind of like used to replace yeah. that. Because if you look at everyone else's, I feel like there's a lot more like running across the whole stage and there's a lot. A hundred percent. Like, I feel like it definitely ended up balancing itself out. 
Um, and also, yeah. like, if we look at what she had talked about as her, like, issues that she had at the beginning of the season, she said it was a lot to do with her legs, right? So maybe it was, like, mm-hmm. a trade-off that's saying, well, let's give her something that's more, like, arm movement-based. Upper body, Upper yeah. body to kind of avoid her having to move across the stage as much. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Rosé and Denali have the most dance-heavy section, and hey! they both seem to be happy with that, because they're both great dancers. Uh-huh, and they killed it. They did. I think, though, the problem is, a, uh, like, a part of their downfall can be, because it's dance-heavy, there's less of a chance to show, like, personality and kind of... Mm. To be able to really like shine through, which I think is what a lot of what they were looking for in this challenge was to be able to be like, do the choreography, but also like embrace disco and show us that you're like doing that. And And I I feel like because they were so choreo heavy and they were like trying so hard to hit every hit perfectly, they, um, they fell short. They didn't have their moments to shine. Yeah. Right, right. So Olivia and Utica have to use flags and or they call it flags, <laughs> but it's just two big pieces of fabric. Mm-hmm. And Utica is not doing well at all. Lalari is dying watching Utica dance with a flag. One of the funniest <laughs> confessional moments. She can't even finish her sentence. I think Lalari could just narrate the whole season. Yeah. Even if she gets eliminated, just keep her there keep and her make there. her narrate. Bring her back everything. and be like, okay. So what you're going to do, Ho, is you're going to sit here and you're going to comment on everything. Just put her behind, exactly. just put her behind the mirror in the workroom. <laughs> right? That would be so cool if they started doing that. Like, I would love that. That would actually be really cool, especially with someone like Lala, because uh-huh. she's so spontaneous and spur the moment, bitch. The thing she would say in the moment. Yeah, she's very, very naturally funny. Very that. So Candy, Tina, and Gottmik do a little cheer in the workroom where they call themselves the Mean Girls. I think that's hey. a little... I think this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. And also, like, on, Tina though. talking about it especially is very cringe. Like, oh, It's spot on, though, because that's exactly who they are, Mean Girls. <laughs> because let me tell you what, 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 what got me. Like, in the beginning, when they, they first came into the workroom and, and the whole untucked thing was brought up, as Tamisha was talking, you could see Tina Simone also. They were just like rolling their eyes and like, Tamisha, are you serious? But throughout this season, we've seen where Candy has been bullying Elliot, but y'all didn't say anything to her then. But now that somebody is checking her for it, y'all want to get the person added to it? These girls are clearly mean girls. Okay, so on the Elliot situation, um, I will say that Candy has talked about this publicly, so I'm not spilling any um, tea. But Candy said that Elliot called her um, called her ghetto, and Elliot also called some Simone's uh, do rag look. He called it ratchet, and apparently he also said things that were transphobic. So there was a lot of microaggressions going on from Elliot. That's why I call him Elliot with two yeah. microaggressions. And um, it's it's that's <laughs> why like that's three why Candy was point. telling him. Yeah, that's why Candy was telling him to to read the room and have more self-awareness because Elliot was saying things that were offensive to other people, but it wasn't it wasn't necessarily on camera. So that's yeah, why we don't I see it. I also feel like the way that she approached Elliot compared to like the Tamisha thing she blew up and it was like a fight. And the thing well, that's to Elliot- Tamisha came at her with with like yeah. really bad energy. Like she literally came in like, I don't like some of you girls, you know, like that's kind of well, and the thing is the thing is I was very torn on it, but the part that like I'm like at, the part where I stop agreeing with Tamisha is when Candy 
uh, like acknowledges that she's being upset because she knows she has like issues with blowing up at people and she says uh-huh. i'm gonna remove myself from the situation and she starts to leave and tamisha gets up and follows her and continues to try to like incite more of an argument as candy's trying to remove herself from the situation <laughs> right well to be fair on that side Candy did say that she was going to slap the shit out of somebody. So Tamisha, of course, was like, okay, you're not going to slap the shit out of me. So that's why she got yeah, But if you a know, girl says that, why are you going to follow her? Because, because she was rising to the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, like we're all human beings. We all can, you know, come off the wrong way or, you know, have yeah. a lot of, have too much energy in a certain moment, you know? So I think, I think all the viewers need to keep in mind, you know, because I see a lot of hate on Candy and I hate when I see that. Even if somebody, even if you think somebody deserves, you know, a little bit of a talking to, you have to realize that there's going to be thousands of people who are lining up to say the exact same thing as you are and worse. So just like relax because it's a TV show and it's all for entertainment, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, it's just like, I don't think... um any other reality show gets this many like death threats per season you no, know it like doesn't. It's... but also i was actually i was on um i subscribed to um bob and monet's patreon right mm-hmm. and they had a little zoom call today just before the um just before this and i was on there and they were talking about how drag race is the only show that launches celebrities like no other show does that none no other show you go on and you get like a hundred thousand followers from being a contestant that doesn't really happen so yeah, it, the that's closest why, would be like it's a, it's some singing sword, competitions, you know? some singing competitions. If you yeah, but like, even make those, really like far. you could you could find an American Idol finalist from like season twenty or whatever, and they'll have like two thousand followers on Instagram. You know, drag queens are different Very because that. drag queens do art, right? So people are always going to follow that. You know. Yeah. No, vary that, vary that. Anyway, moving on to the next topic. So Olivia talks about how she used to be almost 300 pounds. And I have to say, I don't know what it is, but I got this energy from her. I was like, I can feel that Olivia was a former fatty and I'm just waiting for her to confirm. (laughs) And I'm a current fatty, so I'm allowed to say that. So she talks about uh, being turned away from a ride in an amusement park. That is interesting. And she says how she was the biggest person on the band and she was playing the piccolo, which is the littlest instrument. And she got bullied a lot. And, you know... It's, uh, you know, I think it's a story a lot of people can relate to. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, for sure. And her she... mom took her to the doctor and the doctor told them that Olivia was obese mm-hmm. and she got on strict diet and started doing theater and drama, which eventually led her to drag. Yeah. I love the journey that it was like theater and things that helped her kind of like be able to like make a healthier change in her life too. Right. And yeah. very much find herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's very full circle moment. (laughs) Yeah. So Candy and Simone are having a chat, and Simone is telling Candy how infectious her personality is. And um, Candy talks about how growing up, all she knew was the streets and being hood smart. And her mom was in and out of jail. Yeah. So she and she felt like she was being told she wasn't good enough, and she would never amount to anything, and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, she says she tries not to be an angry person and she feels bad for like her interactions with Tamisha because she hasn't been that person in a while. And then Tamisha also talks about how she grew up in the projects. So I feel like these are two people who have a lot that they can relate on, you know? So yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's weird though, that we didn't get to see a moment of them actually making up and we only saw like the aftermath, you know? Exactly. 
Because I wanted I wanted them to come together when they were both talking about this very similar subject and, you know, relate to each other, you know, but we didn't get to see that. Maybe they just weren't ready yet. You know? I also feel like sometimes when you get in a fight like that, sometimes there's not a big, like, talking, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a, a nonverbal mutual understanding that mm-hmm. we've moved past mm-hmm. this and it's okay. So I feel like that, and yeah. it, to, to me, both of them seem like the type of people who would have those kind of interactions where it'd be like true we look at each other because and it's like i see you you see me we're good you know what i mean precisely right precisely and they're both from the hood so they, they get that street mentality they they, they understand mm-hmm. it's like a vibe yeah uh-huh very much that well tamisha's saying how she remembers a woman in her community called miss kemp who ran a cheerleading group and Tamisha joined the cheerleading group and her nickname was booty, which is funny. <laughs> and her grandmother heard about it and told her boys don't do this. Boys don't do that. But she was really grateful for Miss Kemp because she helped Tamisha become who she is. A hundred percent. Yeah. Those, those grandmothers. Boys don't do that. That's for girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their child. Yeah. So we get into the performance. Uh, what did you guys think? I think, like, we start off with Candy, Mick, and Tina, right? And Mick looks kind of lost compared to them, but you can tell she's, you know, she's trying her best, but she's not like a natural. She's performer. trying exactly. Yeah. No, I think honestly, my biggest thing overall for the performance is I don't feel like anyone did that that bad. You know what I mean? Like in comparison, no, there wasn't really any stinkers, really. Yeah, and I feel like it's something that we keep seeing on different Drag Race episodes and challenges that it's like it's getting tougher every season. I feel like we see less and less like full bombs from people, and it's like right now to see it is a shock. And before it was like, well, who's gonna bomb this episode? But how many? Yeah, or how many people are gonna bomb this episode? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why with the editing they try to zero in on every single minor tiny tiny little thing and i feel like it can make it a big deal and it can come across as them being shady and it's like well no we're trying to justify what the judges are going exactly there you go because it's It's like all about that justifying Uh uh-huh but it's because like and that can come seen a lot of people can see that as shady but in reality the judges are there and they see what they see and it's the editor's job to make sure that what they see the is properly viewed uh-huh. on a television show. Yes. And I feel like a, a lot of people forget that, that side of things and more think like mm-hmm. the editor, I think they think they're trying to justify it in a negative way. And it's like, no, they're just trying to make it make sense as a viewer. Because if they didn't yes. try to do that and they didn't like do the zoom in on when Tamisha messed up that one little step. Right. We people would all would be, be like, like Tamisha was bottom. robbed. Her energy was fine. And right. You know what I mean? Like, they have to mm-hmm. do those focal points or it's just not going to make sense. Yeah. Can you I just say it. also, uh, Tina, you know, I fucking hate this red, orange, and yellow color palette, especially on a white person. It's like so <laughs> horrible. But I will say in the challenge look, the costume's it good. works the costume's because good. it because this kind of costume, like we've seen this like on Tina Turner and stuff, but yeah. also um, she's wearing blonde hair and not yellow or red hair. Or red, not, right. Like, come on, Tina, you, you've done it. Now try and do this again. <laughs> you know, if you're going <laughs> to, if she all looks- you brought is red, orange, and yellow, stop wearing red and yellow hair, please. This is the best she's looked the whole time, I think. Like, she looks really gorgeous here. And that blonde hair also softens her rough makeup. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I love I love the blonde hair on her. And that costume was it for me, that beaded fringe. Like, the fuck? It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. Yeah, very cute. And um, then we get to, I think, 
Elliot and Tamisha. And Tamisha is giving me very share with the Jackson five. Very that. I want to know if they just coincidentally had matching hair or they kind of like altered two things to make them matching or if they were provided wigs. They might have been. Yeah, th- these might have been provided. I don't know. But um, Elliot in the fro hair, you know, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, I feel like Elliot's had a more fro texture than Tamisha's, which was yeah, which is like a little uncomfortable, little too much. So, so uh-huh. Elliot is serving us poodle realness, <laughs> right? Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they do, they do pretty well. I mean, Elliot does really well because obviously she's a dancer. Tamisha's doing well too. It's just you know you can tell she's having a little bit of trouble, and and then, uh, then that we get look to... on Tamisha's face, yeah. Tamisha just has this stare and it's like, blink, blink, bitch, blink. Yeah. I mean, if I was performing with an ostomy bag, I feel like my face would be fucked up too. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) And we get these little um, intermissions between each scene. And I feel like Candy is always front and center in those. It's so weird. Um, But then we get Olivia and Yurika. Olivia is like murdering this. Olivia is eating it. Oh, this hair? The way- that hair and that costume, baby. She's perfection in this. The like, way it's no I would, surprise, you know. Uh, the way I would put it is, Elliot did great, but Elliot was, like, the best backup dancer and Olivia was the star. Like, that's, that's, I think, how it goes. Elliot did the assignment really well, but she didn't have that thing that pushed it over the edge. And Olivia just... That personality, that star quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Olivia just shines like it's, it's also just her smile and everything like the beauty of everything it's just incredible yeah she just she looks like she's having fun and not thinking about it and I was about yeah. to say that Olivia looks like she's having fun mm-hmm. next we have Rosé and Denali okay I have to say about Denali's look if they're gonna be clocking looks during the challenge now I'm gonna say this because Denali's outfit is so ugly and the hair that she chose to wear for this come on now that's the we same hair oh, yeah. it's the same hair she wore during her rap right but we all saw those wigs in 2015 it's done get it over with we're not having those anymore you know we, we can buy those on amazon for 30 dollars. not to say that all drag has to be expensive but i'm really sick of seeing those no, but you can also buy you can also like if that was styled in that like shaggy like bang cut that was that's really popular right now it would look better but it's the fact that she's wearing a white headband with no other white on the whole outfit and this <laughs> stupid like yes, that fat. i thought that was her i thought that was the frontal like it looked like her wig was pulled down really low <laughs> <laughs> if Elliot was the backup dancer and Olivia Lux was a star, these are the two drag queens recreating the performance two nights later. <laughs> but they did it. They did it good. They did it good. But it's it's oh yeah, it's, they, it's they murdered just, it. It's just not there. It, it's a different level, and it's because they're like in. I just think they're they were too in their head with the choreo, and they're just like smile, smile. I also think. Rosé's big downfall, she also just kind of gives, like, dead face sometimes. So does Denali, though. Yeah. They both do. Yeah. Which is, like, they're such great performers, but just sometimes they lose it in the face when they're dancing. 100%. So then we get um, a little tribute to Sylvester, which was really cool. I really yeah. like how they did the little in-between segments in this in this whole um, performance. I thought that was really smart and, like, really... Right. Giving us some background on, yeah. on disco. 
Yeah, this, I, I like this. I like this challenge. A lot of people are hating on it, but I like that I it was like educational. It. I liked that it was like disco. I love disco. So, and it was just like, it told a story, but it didn't have to be like, try to be funny or anything. Cause sometimes when they try to be funny in these, it's really bad. Yeah. That moment when they're all like, all, the whole cast is doing choreographed uh, dancing together was sickening. Like they- That was so fun. They killed it. Um, they did. Like they all hit the choreo really good there. Oh, they yeah. did. And I loved um, to watch Lala in it. Like, yes. again, we spoke earlier about people having fun. Lala looked like she was having fun when they were all on stage together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lala is, I think, like one of the, she might be the best performer on the season. Like, she, she's such an amazing dancer. She has so much energy. She's a She yeah. never, ever Killer loses dancer. her face. Like, she's incredible. And, and her thing with Simone, it was kind of, okay, so the only thing is I wish Lala Ree had worn like a different hair and worn something white because with the lighting, we were losing her in the, in the background because, especially because- 100%. Especially because Simone was wearing a white costume with blonde uh-huh. hair. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wish Lala Ree had worn something like that. If she would and have then... done a white boot, it would have been perfect. Like just right. That. I mean, I yeah, like some something something that would bring her up from the background because the lighting, the way it was so dark, it was kind of making her disappear, especially next to um, Simone. Um, and I I, th- I thought like if you really watch, like Lala Ree was absolutely killing those dance moves where Simone was kind she of not doing as well. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, that's because Simone is not a dancer. So given given Simone's abilities, like I think she did a good job. And um, is I think at the end of it, they do a we are family um, sort of thing. And I was thinking like, is this the first time they've ever bought rights for a challenge? Because <laughs> they had to pay for that song for sure. Do they actually do We Are Family? I didn't yes, it's they actually have We Are Family, and they do like a, they do like a full like thirty seconds of it or fifteen seconds or something. Oh, good looking out, Eve! Oh I yeah, it is. It. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's maybe something that they had like residual rights for, like from a past thing, or they it, it was a a bot for a lip sync song or something, and they just have never used it. Uh maybe. Yeah, that could be it. But I feel like they've done We We Are Family as a lip sync before. Have they? Have they? I don't know. Okay, well, next we have our favorite segment that we like to call Slap or Crap, where if you like the look, it's a slap, and if you don't like the look, it's a crap, okay? So first off, we have Tina Burner. This is a hot crap. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. This is so stupid. A steaming turd. I mean, okay, so the concept, I like the concept. I like the the wet paint. I like that she revealed it and it's there's paint dripping on the dress and she's got the handprints on her on her tits and her butt. I like that. I don't like that she will not stop doing red, orange, and yellow, even when the category is little black dress. Also, like, this come hair, on. This hair is rotted. <laughs> the hair the is hair gross. is a no. The hair looks like Donna's mom on that 70s show. Not even. But not as cute. Her hair was a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also yeah, really definitely. don't like that on the back center seam, the red just doesn't line up with the red. Like the yellow all lines up <laughs> and then the orange doesn't line up at the top and then the red doesn't line up. Like if you're going to put two things right on your ass to focus on it, make sure the print is perfect. Maybe she exactly. lost weight and she had to take it in. <laughs> I'm a lot of people don't um, um, understand when you're sewing, there's something called telling a story with the fabric and mm-hmm. that's where they missed. Those lines, they should have lined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Next we have Candy Muse. I think it's a slap. Loved it. I think it's a slap. For a what? Hello? Caller, are you there? (laughs) What are we saying? A what or a what? A slap or a crap. A slap is great because it slaps. (laughs) Because I was about to slap Candy. It's definitely a slap for me. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I love it. The only thing I don't like about it is that I wish that the the overall dress was just a little shorter, like maybe to the knee. Yeah. And uh-huh. I wish that she wasn't wearing ankle booties. I wish she was just wearing a pump. Yeah, a nude pump. And also have been great. the black makeup, the black makeup goes a little bit too far down for me. I would have made it a little more sparse so that it's more like a decoration than like a full thing. You uh-huh. Know? Uh-huh. And another thing I would have liked to have seen. Um because she's wearing this canvas, I thought it would be so interesting if she did, um, took the paint and did strokes around the entire thing to make it look mm-hmm. like it was thread weaving in and out. I would have just right. died for it. I was saying my only thing on like my wish list for this look was I wish that she would have had the dress made and put it underneath. Because that way- That would have been amazing. Because then if you uh... think you're doing good, if you think you're going to do good on the challenge, if you think you did good in the challenge and you're in the top, you do it on the runway to push you over the edge. And if you think you did bad, right. you save it and you do it during the lip sync. And it's like a, a killer reveal. I think that would have been perfect because that's like quite a simple dress to make. It's just kind of like a draped mm-hmm. black dress. And I think exactly that would have just been like the cherry on top. I also wish it was so the, the, the dress that's on the sketch, she said, is based off of Diana's revenge dress, which is iconic. Right. I wish instead yep. of the little model of the dress, she would have done Diana was famous for carrying like a little Hermes Kelly bag and I wish she would have done like a, mm. a, a like a paper doll version of that instead of the dress because I feel like the dress is the purse was cute but it, it didn't make that much sense for me what I would have done if I were Candy is I would have just done the Princess Diana dress and d- done an amazing Princess Diana look but like in Candy style you know because that would have been amazing that would have looked so sickening I love this too but you know I think if if it were me, I would have just done the Princess Diana dress and just looked amazing in that, you know? Because I love a reference. And I think with this kind of runway, it's so important to do a reference because little black, black dress, I mean, come on, anybody can buy a little black dress yep. on Amazon for $20. Yep. Or bring something else Well, that's it. coming up, Eve. Don't worry, we'll see that one. Yes, that is coming up. <laughs> Next, we have Got Mick. This is legendary. This is I, so okay, iconic. So you guys know, okay, every every week I talk about this almost, you know, when it's, is is it is she skinny or is it fashion? You know, if if somebody that was not of her body type came out and wore this, it would be red to filth, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I that's what I think when I see something like this. However, this is a very smart take on this theme because the theme is little yep. black dress. So and when I heard littlest the, black dress of all, you know. Uh-huh. And when I heard the, the theme, I was like. How about an actual little black dress? I I had no clue how I would do it, but that's exactly what I thought. The littlest black dress ever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like there's other ways that you would reinterpret this for like other body sizes too. But I think it's such- For sure. It's just being completely naked, you know, it's not acceptable unless you're a twink. Well, Hmm. (laughs) T, Hmm. 
but I think this is such a fun concept and I think they killed it. I also think like the power for them to be able to be like a trans person and being on stage fully yes. naked is like absolutely amazing. And them saying like a year ago, I'd never thought I'd be able to do this and I'd be doing this. So I right. love, yeah, I absolutely. love them kind yes. of being able to like live their truth like this, especially on such a platform like this, that has a bit of a history too. <laughs> right. Um, you know who I thought of when she first walked on the runway? Do y'all remember when we did the hair challenge on Canada's Drag Race and Boa came out with the, the, <laughs> the hair in the crotch? See, Eve, Boa, yes. Boa already did it. You're not giving her enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> Boa and Gottmik are twinning this week. I can't believe it. Right? <laughs> my um, my one comp- my one uh note was I wish the pump was a red bottom. Because if you're gonna wear a fabric black pump, a red bottom on that look just would have been like the little. Ooh, I on agree. Top. I right. agree. And if all your friends are oil barons, you can certainly you can afford, afford the red bottom. The red bottom. <laughs> <laughs> all her best friends are billionaire fucking heiresses, so yeah, you know she's fine. Next we have Elliot with two T's. I hate this. Yeah, me too. I don't know why people. I don't know why people think they can wear these like super like black to blonde rooted wigs this flat. Like oh. to me, those Ooh. wigs, those wigs only work sometimes. Like sometimes they work, and they only work if they're like huge. Because then it they like work for a very specific look. They work for trashy. They work for. <laughs> um, they work for like a, a rocker look. And they work for girls with darker skin tones, absolutely. Yeah, and like, and I feel like they also work when they're like massive because then you don't see yeah. it like mm-hmm. awkwardly party. It just goes straight up, and it's like a nice ombre. Especially they work, I think, good for like half ups and a sprayed hairline. Yeah. Um. This is just well, maybe she was going for trashy. She is, she is from Vegas, so. <laughs> Ooh. It's just like the round hairline, honey. Do not but no, yeah. my favorite part that. is her like attempt at trying to fix that by doing some like horrible little baby hairs on the side. It's like, girl, Ugh. what are you trying to do here? Like, no, 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 no. It's a crap. It's- yeah, it's a crap for me as well. The dress is. I get it. The, the the theme is little black dress, but the dress is a little too simple. Like this is dry too simple, great. and we know it's off the rack. So like legit. And then the, to add the coat to, to, to make it look more rich, it still was a no. This is what yeah. happens when you have to do two numbers at the gig and you want to have two different outfits. You say, oh, I'm going to show up in a little black dress with the coat and then I'll take the dress off and just put the coat on and do uh-huh. the second number in the coat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just if like... I was gonna do If I was going to do this runway and I wanted to do, like if I want to take it literal and do little black dress, my little black dress would be so immaculately like stoned and and beautiful and have a unique design and i would have like i would do like a 1920s like big black makeup and like those thin eyebrows and everything and a finger wave i would make it a concept you know even if it's not a reference you can make it a concept yes a hundred percent it's just not it not it uh yes we have miss tamisha iman tamisha is she pregnant and i think she's carrying a boy because she's carrying high (laughs) <laughs> well, it's because she can't cinch her waist because of the ostomy bag. <laughs> no, 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 no. It is the way she made this dress. Yeah, it's it's also that the, bow yeah, 100%. Thing in the front. It's also yeah. definitely the, the cut of the dress. Yeah. It's the way those yeah. like lines kind of shape and surround her stomach and just. 
She looks beautiful. I will say that. It's just the shape of the dress is taking away from her curves. Right. And I think, you know, it's it's a, it's a little a little simple for me. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree. It's just I loved her attempt to with the um the shooting things. I I mm-hmm. loved it cuz she was trying to take a simple black dress and make it fashionable. But like you say right. all of that gathering just below the breast, just above the belly button. Yeah, it needed to to get smashed down. I also think the idea of doing black hair with this just like closes it off, especially when you're gonna keep doing those high necks. It just doesn't, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna wear a black dress and do black hair, you gotta leave the top open and show your shoulders or something. 100%. And both have to be over the top. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so I'm going to give that a crap, unfortunately. Same. Next, we have Miss Olivia Lux. Now, um, did you hear the tea on this? What is the Please tea? Please tell me the tea on this. The tea on this is that her dress that she was getting made for Little Back Dress, they ran out of time. So this is the lining of the dress that they had already made, and she took oh. it and she stoned it in the hotel the, the days before. Yeah, it's a crap. It's complete crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so I will say what I like about this look is that it's giving me very Tyra Banks. Like, I can see Tyra Banks wearing this. That is the Tyra Banks hair color. Yeah. The only thing I do not like, again, is the booties. I want to see a pump. I do not like booties for this. I don't know if it's booties or if it's a pump with, like, a sock over it or something. But it's giving a booty effect, and I don't like that. I don't I want get why people wear pump. booties. Oh, I don't those get are either. definitely booties. See, my thing is like booties are acceptable if you have like a cat suit on or something and the booty matches the cat yeah, suit. Yeah. Otherwise, like, they are not acceptable unless you need them for like orthopedics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's also like if you it's- go to your room. If it's, you're on timeout. <laughs> I'm in my room already. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I actually don't. I don't I don't hate this. I think it's I think it's I don't cute, hate it either. Vibe, I think it's cute. Honestly, I think it, it it's very, as you said, like Tyra Banks, it's very 90s supermodel. It's very like Carrie Bradshaw-esque too. And I love that she did her mm-hmm. little purse again with it to give it something fun and interesting. Also, this bitch is a hustler because she is selling mini purses on her website that you can buy. Yes. That are, that are <laughs> autographed by her and they're $45. And I was like, Ooh. did you hear? Okay, Simone, Simone, the girls this, this year are getting really creative with their merch because Simone is selling do-rags. Oh, did you see what Mick is selling? <laughs> well, Mick is selling binders, yeah. right? What is, so what there's binder? been some talk like about this. Okay, binders. so a chest binder, like for trans guys. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's been some talk about that because people are saying like, mm, I don't know if that's really right, you know, but I, it's not for me to say, so I don't really know. But if that's a good affordable price for a chest binder, well, I was, I was, I I was that could help a lot of people. I was talking right? to my friend of mine who is a trans man and I was like, what's the price difference? And he's like, it's $5 more than what you would typically pay. They're usually around $40. Okay. So I was like, I feel like, there's, he's like he was saying that he didn't find anything wrong with it. The thing that he was saying that okay. made him a bit uncomfortable is that Mick is also selling a shirt that's like a frame picture of their chest on a shirt where your chest is. It's like I feel like it'd be weird to see a cis person walking around with a trans man's right. chest with scars on it. Yeah, and I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, 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 I can see that being a bit funny. <laughs> I definitely do. I definitely do see that as well. Yeah, but uh. Glad the binder isn't an issue though. Yeah. But the girls are so creative with merch and Candy is doing uh, a necklace that has, that says arrogant. Yeah. 
I seen a of lot course. of people posting that. I want one. Vanity of ordered course. one. She was like, I needed it. Well, of course, Vanity ordered one. It's way too fitting for her. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, wait, isn't that your merch? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we have Utica. Okay, I really, really like this. <laughs> I like it too because she brought so much of a concept to it. I didn't even notice the earrings, so I didn't know what she was talking about. But I like that there was a concept and it wasn't just literally a little black dress. I noticed it. My when only she thing is, this dress out. isn't that little. It should be a little shorter, in my opinion, if you're going to do little black dress. Yeah, I agree. I think but, it's-, uh, it's good. And she's wearing a red bottom. That's cute. I want to know if her red bottoms are real or if she just painted all her shoes before she left. I, I would suspect that she just painted her shoes. Yeah, but you got to think if she lives in Utica, the rent's going to be cheap. <laughs> Maybe she's That's spending true. the extra money on the red bottoms. That's true. Imagine, well, I, the... I, I love picturing Utica making all these clothes, but being like a shoe fiend. Like being obsessed right. with like a Louboutin and has just like a Total whole- Total capitalist like, from the ankles down. Literally, but like full, <laughs> <laughs> full backwards from the, the ankles up. <laughs> I like that she has the lipstick purse and her lips are huge, so it matches. Uh-huh. Like, when she puts well, and did you notice the earring has the lipstick purse too? Yes. Like yes. the detail of everything is perfect. Like, she yeah, put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, she, she executed it. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a slap. Yeah, agreed. I my only thing was yeah, I wish she would have done a different hair that would have maybe showcased the earring more because I feel like her hair was fighting a bit right. with her earring. I also feel like it's a little banged bob, and I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I wish the earrings were were bigger so that the judges. I wish could the see earrings them. were bigger as well. Yeah, and probably take that thing off her neck um, because yes. she wore one of those necklaces, but she wore it upside down, yeah. and so it was really the, the earrings were in it at one point. So it's like. Yeah, the earrings should have been bigger, and she should have gotten rid of the necklace. Yeah, this is all. I agree. This is all. I think Kate Spade. Like, I think the earrings are Kate Spade, and so is the lipstick purse. Mm. Um, I was like, oh, that's okay. A, I was like, cute little <laughs> random okay. moment to look at your Kate Spade <laughs> earrings and go, "That's my outfit." <laughs> right. Well, next we have Denali. Come on out, Denali. Come on, let me. I like the but concept she, of the spider yeah. web, but it's not giving it to me fully. Like, there's something missing about it. Yeah, I think there needs to be some detail on the front of the dress. I would have loved if she would have done 100%. maybe some, like, Mugler-inspired cutouts and, like, a PVC to kind of give that spidery shape to her body more. Mm-hmm. Something, because it's just a yeah. stretch velvet dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do appreciate the little some... trim on the bottom, too, though. Yeah, those right. are details. Um, oh, what did it for the dress? But other than that, because the dress is just a fucking stretch velvet black dress. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm going to give it a crap, I think, honestly. I'm going to give it a slap. I like the concept. I like the, the concept so she, as well. I give put, her a slap. She put in those scary contacts with a full face of makeup on. So I got to give her that. Okay, the thing is, I was going to say this. <laughs> she doesn't even need those star- scary contacts because her eyes are already so, so like, big huge. and dark. Literally. Like, she like looking into her eyes she's like a shark you know like you she doesn't need those doesn't need those big you know sharks have like those round black eyes <laughs> yeah you know? she's got very dark eyes it's very like enchanting you know she doesn't need the, the sclera lenses yeah don't even bother <laughs> yeah but i think they give it that extra it from a little further back too right 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 because right. from she walked out your eyes went immediately yeah. to her eyes yeah 
yeah. I did I did like the reveal of the spider eyes too. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a slap. I'm gonna give it a slap. It's just a very soft slap for me. <laughs> so she got three slaps. Come on through. Yes. yes. Next we have Rose. I this is I don't like this. This is I hate this so much. <laughs> First off, I don't it's like just it. So similar to like three things she's already done. She she had her yeah. she had her um her sheer her runway, suit. her her train yeah. runway. It's all this like weird gathery tool situation. And also this just hides her entire body. Like I don't yeah. and the the cutout on the front isn't even a flattering cutout. No, she Thank should have been smaller. I, that's all I was waiting. I absolutely loved it when she came out, but then as you keep looking at it, it's like the 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 um the sweetheart cut at the top should have been deeper. The the waist should have been brought in some more, so you can see that female accentuated shape. This looks like mm-hmm. a, like a basic male sewing bodice. <laughs> like it, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't have enough shape to it at all. If the waist would have been brought in by like two inches on either side, and that neckline would have been widened so it was a thin strap, it would have read better. But I also yeah yeah over this like kind of look she i think she brought a lot of similar i think it's Mm -hmm. also probably she bought three things that were kind of similar and they're all hitting at the same time which is unfortunate right i think um her designer is obsessed with these damn ruffles well the thing (laughs) is so the the ruffle suit that she wore for the trains runway was just a recreation it's it's another like uh, she's friends with the designer who originally made it and it was originally made in a different color and she had one made in that in the blue color for the show so i wonder if this is the same designer because that's like his signature thing is a lot of these like tool ruffles Girl, i love her but i'm getting tired of these yeah. ruffles i i just wanted so much more and i think also because she had done something similar before i was already turned off immediately yeah. and also i will say about her makeup <laughs> Her, when you're doing a silver hair, you probably shouldn't do bright pink blush that goes right oh, under the lace. Her, also, her blush that. placement is just not it. It's so it's low weird. and it brings down her face, but then she tries to bring her cheek back up. Like, I do a similar amount of blush on my face, but I, you, the focal point has to be right on the side of that eye going up and down. And it's just like, I just don't yeah. get what she's doing. Also, the hair is bad. It's a, it's a crap for me. I hate it. Yeah, it's a crap. I'll give her a slap because I liked it. I like the back of it at least. <laughs> yeah, if it was walking away from me. <laughs> Next, we have Lala Ree. This is a crab. Girl, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. You took some cheap ass lycra. It looks it's like sh- lycra. It's, and it's the shiny spandex. She couldn't even uh-huh. get Yeah. And then you threw a necklace on. It's a no. You couldn't even do some stones on there, girl. It's like... a good necklace, but it's just like, it looks like it's definitely the necklace from another costume. that she. I was about to say that necklace isn't for this dress. Yeah. It's it's literally, it looks like she probably has like matching, like a matching corsety bodysuit and matching like bracelets and has like a whole set. She's like, oh, right. I'm just kidding. And take this this neck piece and put it on this black dress and put it on this dress the one yeah. thing i did like about it was that it was like just too short so she got that like pulling it down moment which i think works yeah. for what this challenge is that's yeah, the one yeah, thing 100%. i did like about it i wonder if but that was everything else i can't i mean it was intentional the way she played it up for yeah. sure um, yeah, so I, I'm definitely gonna give it a crap. Obviously, she looks beautiful and her yeah. hair is great. Like she always looks stunning, but this is a crap. She's also been wearing yeah. like oh, the hair has been also quite. I feel like similar. I like her shoes. I like her pumps. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> the police are she is a star from the ankles down <laughs> that's Utica <laughs> yeah <laughs> facts that's Utica and her homemade Louboutins <laughs> so next we have Simone I really like this I think there's like something that's a little funny for like the fit of the dress for me but I think it's so stunning well she's wearing Elliot and Tamisha's hula hoops on her head and go to your room. I love, I love this. I love the reference. I love how like slinky it is. I love how she's all lotioned up. Like this is the way. If you want to do a simple look, this is the way you make a simple yeah. look work for you. Yeah. I also love that when she came out, you notice the hair on her head, but you don't realize that the outfit's made of braiding hair. She had to mention it for me mm -hmm. to fully realize. Precisely, I yeah. lived for that shit. Mm -hmm. no. And I think this is very on brand for Simone. Very much on and brand. And did you for her. see her photo shoot in it? She did it in a full like a uh, black beauty supply store with like in front of all the heads. Sick. And it was like I was like, Ridiculous. it's such a fun way to represent and show it. I oh, I love it. It's so stunning. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was it was brilliant that it was made out of fringe hair right after they did a disco challenge. It was like. Come on, dress that you could wear for disco. Literally, it perfectly right. up. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the peak of the thong in the back, too. That was great. She yeah. looks fantastic. <laughs> it's, she, does a perfect, she does a perfect mix of, like, a vintage style mix with that, like, Y2K revival thing that's really mm -hmm. cool. It's really mm -hmm. popular right now. And, like... And I love how she always has the influence of, like, an Atlanta hair show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And also, I do love that that RuPaul song and video, Back to My Roots. It's really, really good. If you have not listened to that or watched the video, you definitely should go watch it. A hundred percent. So, I'm uh, oh, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I said it's a slap. A hundred percent a slap. Yes. So, Gottmik, Denali, Rosé, Lalari, and Simone are all safe. And Denali is a little upset about it, but girl, you gotta be realistic. Let's... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the judges love Tina's performance, uh, but they aren't necessarily living for her runway look, which I think we can all agree with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Carson says that the paint on Candy's face is distracting. Michelle says that Candy's outfit in the performance was a little too plain. Now, I don't like when they do this because Candy's outfit was a little plain, yes, and I actually thought that while I was watching it, but it was a challenge performance. It wasn't a runway. So like, I don't think you can judge those in the same way. And she did well in the challenge. So what are you trying to say? Like, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's interesting because I also was looking at it and I was like, oh, I think her and uh, Gottmik tried to specifically match. Cause if you look back, they're both in like red jumpsuits and then red, comes in yeah. and starts. So it's also a thing where it's like, well, she's probably wearing that to be more cohesive with the group. Right. They're all wearing red and blonde hair. Yeah, well, it's also though like, uh, so Tina kind of is the one who comes in and incites disco, right? Like that's the way yes. the dance moves. And Got Mick and Candy are wearing like both panted jumpsuits that are like mm -hmm. red. So I feel like it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's you know, you know what I would say to that? I would say always remember that you're in a competition. Mm -hmm. Standard. I rem and I, I say that because I'm referencing Canada's Drag Race again when. Tainomi and Alona came out with paper things, and then Jimbo came out as the queen. We see that happening here. Candy and Gottmik watered down, and then Tina comes out in this fringe disco number. I think they need to remember that they're in a competition, mm -hmm. and yeah, you want to be cohesive, but bitch, you better be the one standing out. 
don't yes. water down your drag so that somebody could upstage you. Very that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I am. Um, I also, but I do understand the note that they're giving where she's not really giving characters and she's just giving candy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important note, especially when they're trying to say like, it's a dance challenge, but it involve also involves uh, evoking like a spirit. Right. Right. And they're like, so she says she wants candy to try a different character, like a dumb blonde or something just to differentiate <laughs> from like the, the things that she normally does, which I, I understand. A lot of people were upset about that though on Twitter. Cause they were saying like, did Michelle just tell candy to be less black? <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah. I don't I think, don't know. I, I don't think it was that at all. I think she's saying like, we love this side of candy. We just want to uh-huh. see more facets because in reality, yeah. Yes, we know that, that you can do right. so much more we just want to yes. see you like show different sides of your personality it doesn't have to be like a dumb blonde or things like that but it's like there's obviously like you can show us your emotional side you can show us this you can show us that like there's lots of different things you could do right and yeah. it speaks to repetition because these are candy's cushions she always goes back to these exact same movements so i guess they're tired of seeing it again and again just as we were saying about uh rose with the ruffles it's like it's your cushion you always revert to that crutch Mm -hmm. that she's relying on yeah stop relying on that personality (laughs) 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 so they say elliot's little black dress is a little too regular which i think we all agree with agree Um, 100 they they loved her performance so of course and the judges do not understand utica's look i guess they cannot see the earrings right so if you can't see the earrings you're not going to get the look yeah this and it speaks to eve saying that the earrings should have been bigger Yes. Yeah, this look isn't social distancing friendly. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Ugly, go to your room. <laughs> Already there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Olivia wins a challenge. When they were deliberating, uh, they were talking about how they were judging Tamisha. And I think this is the first time RuPaul has ever done this, but he actually said, like, well, should we be judging her the same way that we judge everyone else? Which is a, a important point that a lot of the fans bring up all the time. I was surprised to hear RuPaul say that because normally they just try to give a flat, you know, or try to appear as if they're giving a flat approach to everyone, right? Yeah. So it was interesting to hear RuPaul like at least musing about that. Although in the end, it ended up being that she was in the bottom anyway. Right. Uh, Olivia wins the challenge. Well, that's like a that's also like a similar thing to this week on Drag Race UK. How one of the how Ginny Lemon was talking about how she has to wear a lower heel because of she has like uh, health conditions, right? Yes. And RuPaul's like, well, your health comes first. Like that's priority. I'm not going to read you for that because you can't help that. So right. Yeah, it's 100%. nice to see them actually taking into consideration for once. Yeah. That these are actual humans. Yeah. Yeah. And so Olivia wins. What did you guys think about that? I thought it was well deserved. Olivia Me definitely too. killed um, killed the challenge. Like there was no denying that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I I am so impressed with Olivia, and I'm so glad that this week she finally got a chance to shine because the last couple of weeks she's been kind of in the background. Very nice. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm glad that this week she got to get critiqued. She got to win the challenge, and we got to see her be such a star on stage. It was just amazing. Yeah, and also show like a vulnerable side to her. I honestly think she's going to be one of the most beloved Drag Race contestants ever. Ever. She's a hundred percent. Such like I I don't think I've ever seen a person who comes across as sweet as Olivia does. Like she's just a little her personality is so infectious and she's so beautiful and it comes across genuinely yeah it's not like it's 
force or she's doing it for television. She is naturally sweet. Yes. And that's, I think that's part of why I suspected she was a former fatty, because when you grow up fat, you kind of have to win with your personality, right? So obviously <laughs> she learned that lesson and she has taken that into who she is and she's just a great person. I love it. No, very that. I think also, oh, I also love the moment, we didn't talk about it, but I love the moment where she was helping Utica get screen time, where Utica's quietly making funny little like joke reads about um, Tina and she's like, say it, say it to her face. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I noticed noticed this about Olivia. Olivia is messy because every time that um, Candy and and, um, Tamisha have been, have fought, Olivia was like, like low key egging it on. Like she'll, she'll, yep. she starts the conversation by saying like, so um, did you guys have any reads for the other contestants since we didn't get to read beard with the judges? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> She's such a little- Like Olivia, Olivia's a little shit stirrer. I yeah. love it, I love it. So we had the lip sync, Candy Muse and Tamisha Iman hit him up style. I gasped when this song started playing. I love this song so much and I was not expecting this. Uh, right. And they both were really good. I thought Tamisha missed some words here and there. And, yeah. you know, she wasn't giving the, as much energy as Candy. Knowing that she has an ostomy bag, I mean, I think that's understandable. But in terms of who won the lip sync, I think it would have to be Candy. Yeah. Candy won it hands down. She did. Yeah. She, she infused a lot of personality and comedy. It was like, Candy, Candy definitely won that. When she was pulling up her yeah. skirt there, I thought she was going to like do a jump split. And I was like, girl, what? What is going on? I was like, what? Are right. you going to? Are you going <laughs> to? And then she did. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. If she did a jump split in that outfit, the canvas would have just split apart. <laughs> but that's, that's what you do. You have the dress on underneath. It splits apart and you right. reveal it to the dress. If she would have revealed oh, if, she, if dress, she had that dress underneath and snatched the front off and revealed it, that would have been so sickening. Yeah. Or even a bodysuit version of it. Like even a bodysuit yes. version of it, just in case she had to lift it. It would have been so iconic. Oh, Yeah, that would have been incredible. Well, uh, Candy wins and she immediately bursts into tears. Sorry, what? Um, I was just going to say, did you see on Twitter that uh, like, am I alive? Can you hear me? We can hear you now. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, um, on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, as girls were reacting because they were finding out as the episode was airing about her ostomy bag. Yeah, like they still had no clue. Denali was that's like, crazy. "I still, I that I just found out while watching the episode." And I'm like, "That's insane!" Oh, they didn't find out until the episode. Yeah, because oh, she didn't sick. tell them. That is crazy. It's, oh yeah, because as she was leaving, she she did talk about. Um, the girls don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So they had no idea that she was dealing with that the whole time she was there. It speaks yeah. to her strength. Yeah, she's amazing. I mean, I cannot wait until she gets back to her full health and we can have her back on All Stars. Like, she will absolutely kill it on All Stars for sure. Kill it. Because it's Tamisha Iman that I know. Oh, baby. These lip syncs would be nothing for her. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope that that she can get back to her full health and, you know, before, you know, like next year or something, like the next season of All Stars, you know, just so... Because she mm-hmm. she is such a strong competitor. And um, it's unfortunate that, like, even though she had gotten over cancer, you know, she still was hampered a little bit in the competition. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so we get the preview for next week. Nothing really happened in Untucked. We just got a little bit of a clip between um, Candy and Tamisha where they were basically talking about how they've gotten over it. And, you know, they just had to, like, they heard each other speak about their story. And now they understand each other better. And I think that was a good way to just tie it up. We also um, you know, see, the fans are still going crazy over it, but, you know, they will do. We also see a really, really amazing moment where Gottman gets a message from her parents. Um, yes. And they, yes. like, mm-hmm. refer, they refer to her by her like chosen name and things and she was like that was I know that was a lot for them and like for them to do that was right amount so much and I was like such an amazing thing to see uh I loved it it was so gorgeous yeah was crying a little bit yeah <laughs> but when she when she was talking about like how how she feels like her parents just love her so much and they just wanted her to be happy so that was their concern with you know her gender identity and doing drag and all that stuff and I definitely understand that like that is something that I because I have a lot of friends who have similar issues with their parents like who are very young and you know I've gone through that and I, I, I feel like it's always important to, to remind people that like, it's not that your parents hate you for who you are it's that they're scared that the rest of the world is going to hate you for who you are and you're not going to get anywhere and you won't have the opportunities you should have you won't have the happiness you know so that's something that i i appreciated that she brought that up um but next week the guest judge is ts madison i'm so excited for this i'm so ready (laughs) i love ts madison do you know she's getting her own tv show oh finally sickening She's getting a show on WeTV and Tiffany Pollard is going to be um, a guest on it, which by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, Tiffany Pollard said something transphobic on TV and then she did an Instagram live with a trans girl where she apologized for it and she was very, very, very emotional and, and apologetic about it. You can tell that Tiffany's not someone who um, like hates people. She just said right. the wrong thing and she she was educated and she used her platform to educate everyone else. I think that was great. There you go. So as far as I'm concerned, I think we can forgive Tiffany. If you don't, that's okay. But um, so anyway, she's going to be on the show with T.S. Madison. And um, I'm really excited for that because T.S. Madison is the kind of person who needs a reality show. Like, come on. A hundred. Listen, like that is personality that you can't buy i can't wait you to cannot see what, buy i can't wait to see what she says to these girls because she has the, the filter is rare with the right uh, and i just see her going yes oh, well the um the week? challenge yes it's bossy rossi after dark oh so you yes. have bossy rossi from season 10 uh this is after dark so i assume there's going to be some kind of twist on it it's it's at night apparently um <laughs> And uh, I, I think, I mean, judging by the very, very, very tiny sliver of a piece of Candy's runway that they showed us, she looks incredible. And this is a personality improv challenge. So I would imagine Candy's going to do pretty well. I would yeah. not be surprised if she won next week. And that is not a spoiler because I don't know anything. I'm just saying I would not be surprised if she won next week well, given the look she was wearing and what the challenge is. Well, because it's interesting because I tend to peek occasionally at a spoiler or two. <laughs> leading up to this it was so everything was saying that everything that happened between tamisha and candy all the spoilers had said it was actually happening between lala and tamisha and that it was this whole mother daughter like big fight (laughs) thing that was going to happen on the show that's so funny and it turns out they just uh, mixed up the girls because they're uh, probably uh, slightly racist so (laughs) (laughs) 
there's always there's always some incredibly wrong spoilers and it's so funny like i remember they were saying that um like i i had heard after the fact after Ginny got eliminated on drag race uk or she left um people were saying that oh the spoiler was that she was supposed to like bitch out rupaul and you know she was supposed to do all yeah. this stuff but she just walked off stage you know and, and people like, just and were... people invent stories like people do invent stories and i guess that's why when i like i went on twitter and people were like uh-uh show us the raw footage this is edited right. <laughs> they, they stopped while she had a bitch fit and then everybody just reset and Ruth sat there like unbothered yeah <laughs> it's because of those same damn spoilers right yeah no and people are always trying to make shit up they just want like people want to have the tea and that's the thing with drag race yep. and that's why people spoil it so much because they can't yep. wait to tell everyone else look at all the stuff that i know you know very yeah they, they want to be the one who has the tea and it's very very annoying um so if you watch the show and you want to spoil something just shut up for a little bit and just let it happen because it's so much more enjoyable to watch the show and actually see the things happen as they happen without knowing about it. Cause I spoiled the season for myself and I still enjoyed watching the show, but it is so much better without spoiling it for myself. Yeah. Right? I usually, like, go ahead, ugly. I usually always tend to end up reading things just because I also end up watching the episodes a lot later usually. So it's like, mm. it's just easier. Cause I hit like I'd rather like mildly know what, who goes home and then like know some things, but with drag mm. race UK, cause we're doing it on our Twitch show. We've all decided to like avoid it, like the plague and try to keep away yeah. even harder. Cause it comes out at 3 PM. <laughs> Right. I watch it for six <laughs> hours later, so I have to literally stay off my phone all day. Yeah. Um, but I, um, it's really enjoyable. Like it's really interesting, especially with Drag Race UK being like so unpredictable this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Drag Race UK is really good. I'm really excited that I went. I kind of wish we were covering it because it's so much fun. But uh, I, we cannot do two seasons it's, at once. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if you want no, to hear me, if you want to hear me talk about it, you can check me out every Thursday on Speakeasy Twitch. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And with that being said, uh, you can find me on social media at All About Eve Six Thousand on Instagram and at Also About Eve on Twitter and also. All about Eve 6000 <laughs> on TikTok, okay? Um, trying to get the TikTok out there. But um, I, I have a video on Instagram on my IG Reels that is now over like 200,000 views because I did, yeah. the, um, I did that Jennifer Coolidge impersonation thing, right? And I'm like waking up every day. I'm like, how is this still going? Like I look at my notifications. It's like three seconds ago, three seconds ago. I'm like, oh my God, I've never <laughs> had anything pop off like this. Um, but yeah, Work. so that's exciting. Anyway, ugly, where can we find you? Yeah, sorry. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the one that's ugly. And I think what I don't even know what my TikTok is. I don't post on it though, really. So don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie, you can find me on every single thing at Anakwe, period. And how do we spell that? A N A Q U W A Y. W A Y, baby. Yes. Or... Okay. I'm going to ace that spelling B. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you guys so much for listening yet again. Anastasia, thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you in the shade next week. Bye. Bye. Ugly, thank you for having me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.